Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we have a special guest, a uh, Tales from the Parents Basement alumni. Say hello, sometimes even Ryan. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. It's really nice to be here. Ryan, it's it's very apropos to have you here um, <laughs> since we're going to be reviewing um, Thor tonight. Oh. And that was how we first found you. That's how we reeled you in. Um, True. Where you stuck the bait out there and then you bit. <laughs> When we were recording Tales from the Parents' Basement back in 2008, a long time ago. Jeez. It was the first podcast ever done mm-hmm. by anybody. <laughs> Definitely I, the first comic book podcast, for sure. <laughs> yep. Don't, don't fact check that. Um, but uh, yeah, we were doing it without Ryan, and he... Those uh, were dark days without me. <laughs> and we oh, tried yes, to review yes. a Thor comic without Ryan, which is even more funny, because <laughs> Callie and I are both DC guys. Mark is a Marvel or an X Men guy, right. so so yeah, we uh, we got a lot of stuff wrong, and Ryan wrote <laughs> us in a letter. Saying, it was a very like snooty letter, dude. Like yeah. it was only well, like the second episode, and we were like still getting our feet. It wet. wasn't. It was just the way the Mark read it that yeah. made it snooty. <laughs> it was awesome. He just made fun of me so bad. He's like, "Hey, you guys, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome." Yeah, it so was. we had a good run doing that podcast. Um, a little days. too long, some would say. What's that? A little too long <laughs> yeah. of a run, some would say. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we. It was kind of no, at the, at awesome. the end. It was kind of just like the the Let It Be Beatles album. <laughs> we just were <laughs> all sick of it. We all wanted to do our own thing, yep. and yeah, and we just showed up. Basically, we phoned it in. So. <laughs> and now the band's getting back together. We're all phoning it in again. <laughs> So in this podcast, um, like we said at the at the intro, we usually will pick a story that's um, most of the time somewhat well known. I'm not saying we will never, we will always pick really well known ones, but uh, we basically um, go through and detail the story. So if you are worried about spoilers, um, don't listen to this episode. If you haven't read uh, the Beta Ray Bill um, four issue story arc of when he was introduced in the Thor comics uh, because that's what we're reviewing tonight so turn it off now (laughs) not everybody you you come back turn it back on all right so so can I can I tell you guys a fond memory that I have about this yeah yeah let's hear it so I it must have been 1990 that's when this trade that I have the trade that I have is called the ballad of beta ray bill and it just has the four issues in it I remember I was with my parents for some reason down, we, we live in a town called uh, North Ogden, but we were in Salt Lake for some reason at a mall. And a, we were in a, I think it was a Walden Books. And this was 1990. I remember this like it was yesterday. It was a Crossroads Mall? Probably. 
I don't remember. But yeah, we, we were in a Walden's book. I remember seeing this on the shelf. And I liked Thor. Um, but And I think I had heard a little bit about Beta Ray Bill. And just that it was like a cool storyline. And I remember... I remember like picking this up. I remember looking at it in the store and I don't remember if I bought it with my money or if I got it and like they gave it to me for my birthday or Christmas or something. But I do remember like sitting in the store and just like gazing at this and just couldn't wait to read it. I was so stoked. And it's like, I don't remember every comic I've ever bought, you know, but I do remember this one. I remember it very kind of quite vividly considering how long ago it was. Yeah, dude. I think um, I think this was a huge like shift for Thor when this came out, right? Yeah, like, I think so. I I actually did thumb through the issue before this, and I can't remember who did. I want to say it was Herb Trimpey, but um, I, I could be wrong on that. Um, but I remember looking at it, and it was clearly the old style. It was old uh. Silver Age style. And then then you get to this, and it's something completely different. There's so much energy stuff, just like flying off the page yeah and it's i think it was a huge shift plus you see this weird ass like thor Mm -hmm. like i think i think it was really smart um for making beta ray bill look the way he did just because of the fact that like it's so intriguing because he's he looks from far away looks like thor but then he's just like this weird weird character and I think that that probably is why it sticks out so much in your mind because it's so different than what you were used to. Well, yeah, the the Simonson run on Thor is still like considered kind of legendary, you know, and so and I think for for good reason, just because it it did usher in like kind of a new era, just like you said, but also just because it's really it's awesome, it's good, it, it is very it's good. good, yes. So anyway, in the uh, in the intro. Um, in your book, in the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, it talks about why he chose that stuff, right? Why he came up with Bill. Um, and uh, everybody knows, it, well, if you don't know, Beta Ray Bill's face is kind of shaped like a horse skull, right? Um, not a horse necessarily, but like a horse skull, yeah. right? And uh, and so that's just so weird, man. Like, yeah. I can't even like think of another character that, that that's that weird because... It's like the right amount of level of weird because everything looks mostly normal on him except for that yeah. skull head. <laughs> it's a horse skull. If it was a human skull, I could understand it. But no, it's just it's a horse skull. And the reason why, because I've always wondered this. I'm like, how did he come up with this? And Walt Simonson's answer was, well, I just wanted to make him look different. and <laughs> Kind uh, of noble still. Yeah. <laughs> and a horse is noble. So that's why I decided yeah. that. Dude, you left out why it's not it's a horse skull. Why is his skin ripped off? And there's other more noble creatures. The lion would have been great. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a good enough answer. I think that there was something else involved, maybe some substances, and he didn't want to incriminate, incriminate himself because he was completely loaded on acid when he was making this. Well, why would you name him... Bill, and that's well, the other thing. That's, yeah, his, William. His, I don't know if it's well, William, but his saying. answer is. <laughs> I remember when I read this introduction, I was like, "Oh, cool, that's kind of fun to get some background." But then when I read it again at the age forty-three, I'm like, "He really didn't put any thought into this." He was just like, "Bill, that's kind of a normal name, so we'll go for that." And horse looks kind of cool, so let's go for that. There you go. He said he wanted like, but a, it's like so badass though. Yeah, it is. It's amazing, and actually, I think it's like the best choice he could have had. Actually, like, yeah. 
Uh, what his thing was is he wanted to be kind of sci-fi because the whole thing takes place in space or whatever. And so he's like Beta Ray. And he talked about maybe Beta Ray Jones, I think. But he didn't like the way that Beta Ray Jones sounded. So yeah. he changed it to Beta Ray Bill. But even still, it's just like... What's the difference between Jones and Bill? I mean, right. yeah, it's, it's just a generic like every mm-hmm. every man. We name. don't understand it, but I I got a feeling that he is onto something. Like I do think that Bill was the perfect name because it's just like Bill is the dude who works with your dad who plays like racquetball with him. Right. Like right. That, that's who Bill is. So yeah, I, I, his explanations make this even more mysterious to me, like <laughs> and more awesome uh, because his explanations are so like mundane. But I think yeah, that there was more sure. to it. Um, all right, so let's get into the story. Um, Callie, do you want to take us through? Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. So let's start with we're starting with issue three thirty seven, three thirty eight, three thirty nine, three forty. That's all we're yeah. talking about. Oh, real tonight. quick, I just want to point this out. Excuse me, because Spencer actually pointed this out to me. That Walt Simonson's signature is a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. I, and it, I heard that somewhere recently, too. I always liked his signature, but I never knew that it was like a dinosaur. So those of you that can uh, either Google it or if you have the issue in front of you or have some Walt Simonson at home, you'll notice that his signature is actually the body of a dinosaur. Or just draw the outline of a dinosaur <laughs> and then write S-I-M-O-N, S-O-N inside of it. It's Walt's signature. All right, let's get into the review. Okay. All right, so we uh, issue three thirty seven. We have this epic image of Beta Ray Bill swinging the hammer with lightning in it. Um, opening page is Surtur building a sword to bring a bring upon Ragnarok, but that happens later on. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we fast forward to um, Donald Blake in a park, and a, a man with a blue beard <laughs> is standing there. No, hold on. This is the it's best. Blue and ours. Yeah, this is the <laughs> best panel. Kelly's isn't real. Like his version was recolored. It's not canon. Uh, so this dude, because they color him into being somebody completely different than this dude. Like, I know so much about this guy just looking at him. Like, they, they took out of pink, that guy. Pink top. They took all beard. the fun out of this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So so the opening panel, Donald Blake's walking in a park, right? And they want to make it seem like it's a popular park and everybody's having fun. Because it's the 80s, right? So everybody is having fun. <laughs> we got this, uh, this African-American gentleman. Um... With a boombox, not racist. I'm just saying that's how <laughs> it is in here. Looking right at the camera, and too. he's looking at you into your soul. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And basically, like that was my biggest problem with this is that he's smiling. He has this big grin. He has a blue beard, a great grin. pink shirt, yeah. and he's looking directly at mm-hmm. me. Like, like he knows what I just did before I he's picked like, this comic oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, like, I yeah. saw what you did, Spence. <laughs> you feel uh-huh. guilty starting to read it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that was kind of yeah. He's just like, dude. You seriously going to read this? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read it, man. And then I look behind him. Mm-hmm. And, dude, there's these two skateboarders, a female <laughs> and a male. And clearly, uh, Walt Simonson has never seen a skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the girl's about to fall backwards and wipe out. It's like, right? I mean, that. yeah, for sure she is. Like, she's like... <laughs> A quarter of a second from the ground. And there's also a pilgrim back there walking with a fat man yeah. in, the, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah, it's, and there's it's, roller. There's a guy in roller skates about to fall over too. Mm-hmm. Right past the yeah, tree. It looks like he's eating shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, for sure. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going forward. Uh-huh. The skateboarder girl's going backward. It looks like there's an earthquake happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got this this other skateboarder that's doing this trick. That does not exist. It's not even a skateboard <laughs> trick. It's a stretch. It's like a yeah, like a yeah, yoga he's, move. He's getting ready to run as soon as he gets done skateboarding. He's <laughs> stretching while he's skateboarding. He's riding a skateboard with one foot and his other his arms are around his knee uh, up in the air. It almost looks like he's trying to do like a cross legged pose, like a half cross legged pose yeah. while he's. But uh, Walt Simonson, that's not a skateboard trick. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's not a skateboard trick. So, and the funny thing is, is in the very back of this book, it shows the layouts for this page. Really? Uh, yeah. And, dude, they're so much better. I wish he would have gone with his original layout. So, this is the layout of this page. Donald Blake is in the foreground as opposed oh, yeah. to the Bluebeard guy. The Bluebeard guy is a little bit further back. And then the people are, like, laying down on blankets his, and, and stuff. And his whole head is covered by the boot by the yeah, boot box. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's interesting. And, and it to me, even the composition looks better. I, it makes me really wonder why he went with the composition that he mm. did. Because uh, Donald Blake, who is the subject of the story, is way off in the background yeah. in the original... Or in the one that got printed. But in the, the original layout, he's right up front. I mean, it's just like that, dude. That Bluebeard guy, he looks so out of place, right? Like being up there. It's he a looks crazy like he picture. should have a part in the story. <laughs> yeah, like he's more important. Like just because, yeah. yeah, he's so like front and center. But maybe that's what they're trying to do is bring you into the world, this world. Because the thing is, is after you pass him and you, the the next panel is Donald Blake looking right at you, right? Yeah. yeah so it's almost true. like it's almost like in a film when they when they pass people. And then take you right to the main character. Oh, it's almost like that Michael Jackson video where people changes their Black face. Black and white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so he morphed into Donald Blake. And now I don't <laughs> know who Thor is anymore. It's confusing enough. We'll get to that later, but... Uh. Well, Juan said, I want to give a special shout-out to page three, the previous page. That is an incredible panel. The crazy, like, half-bottom, even though it's technically the same picture, oh, yeah. that half yeah, I didn't bottom of the page is nuts. But just that huge doom um, sound effect, and and in my in the intro of this, Walt gives a special shout out to the to the letterer, and he should have because that guy kills it in in this, and because um, yeah, there's there's this mysterious fire demon just thumping on an anvil throughout these first issues, and just the sound effects and stuff in this are really awesome. So, um, uh, John Workman. Lettering. Mm, okay. Good yeah. job, John Workman. Thank you, John Workman, for bringing good letters <laughs> to to the pages. Here's to you, John Workman. <laughs> so as Donald Blake's standing, uh, he gets hit with a frisbee. He's like, "What the heck?" And then these guys take him and throw him in a car. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Why is he being kidnapped? And why don't you hit that stick on the ground <laughs> while these guys are taking you?" Dude, you don't want to. You don't want to pull that out now, dude. It's got to be the surprise later. It's got to be the like, oh shit, we just kidnapped Thor. <laughs> um, Who's driving, Kelly? Who's oh, driving it's Nick the car? Fury. But okay, so this is one thing that I. Um, so this Nick Fury feels a a lot like Jim Steranko's Nick Fury. Yes, for sure. Um, and the way that the way I can the way I distinguish the difference between so like. Uh, Stan Lee's Nick Fury seems a little bit more bumbly. He's a little bit more o- like a like not like an oaf, but like he's kind of he's a little he's like dumb. muscle head. He's kind of dumb, yeah. Yeah. Whereas like Stranko's Nick Fury is more smooth and and uh, he's more like 
like espionage. It's more like know? Stranko, right? Himself. Yeah. And so this this Nick Fury is definitely the Stranko Nick Fury. Is yeah. how it feels to me. Um, the way he talks, the way he moves, I and so uh, fly up to the helicarrier. And uh, so basically, they, Nick Fury says, um, "We need we need the big guy." There's something they going say, on. They say the the sun's getting really low, and they need the big guy to come out. Um, and so uh, Agent Coulson gives this whole like, <laughs> oh my hey gosh, no, no, no it's Agent Coulson. <laughs> it is Agent Coulson, dude. I'm sorry. Look at him. Now, so, uh, uh, something I do want to call your attention to, especially you, Spencer, being an artist. His name is Sitwell. Uh, yeah, Agent that Sitwell. doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Sitwell is the blonde dude in the MCU movies, that, or I'm sorry, bald guy in the MCU movies that was evil. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but but anyway, um, so. First of all, there's there's a little bit of restraint here going on from Walter Simonson because this is his brand new assignment. He's writing it and drawing it, and he has the first his first transformation of Thor take place in a cab off panel. Yeah, it's right there. Man. It takes place in in the car. They don't show it. Then the next time they show you Thor, he's he's darkened out on on that yeah. next page on both panels that you see him. He's he's in the shadows. And then finally, when he when he shows, it's a cool, it's a half page panel, but it's not like kaboom. Here's right. here's my new guy that I'm writing, and you better watch out. It's very kind of he like it's kind of a slow introduction. He eases you in. Yeah, and I don't want to I don't want to say it's like anticlimactic because it's not. That's a badass picture when you finally get to see him. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I think it's good because yeah, I mean. I think he was just servicing the story more than himself. Right, you know? which is kind of unheard yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> yeah. is unheard of. Because yeah. people are like, this is me on this book now. I'm going right. to change it. This is my book. Check out my Thor. Yeah, exactly. Right. But he made it more just like, because it almost feels like he knew people had just read the previous issue, and he's trying to not make it. You know, I, We did talk about how it is a big difference, but... Yeah, maybe he's just easing them into what's about to come. So, no, yeah, he, that's interesting. He does have a large signature on the side of that panel, which me, which I've makes never me, which makes before. me think that he is he is kind of putting that that subtle he like put a look at my it. badass yeah, literally. Thor. Literally, yeah, oh, he does it. it, it it's I never noticed it. that before. It's awesome. several times in this book. You'll see his signatures at the bottom of panels, uh, the ones that you can tell he liked. It's like, dude, that's yeah. the one you liked, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, the other panel is way better than that one. So, uh, uh, anyway, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. So, Thor goes on his mission, flies out of the helicarrier, and then it pans us over to Asgard. Um, very. So, here's the thing. Like, I love this imagery of Heimdall. Um, Old school, dude. It's Heimdall. like I don't know, like his beard and his helmet, like the detail. In the the horns on his helmet, the the shoulder pads, like everything, he's just yeah. Well, what look what to me it looks like is this dude is very comfortable um, with Kirby designs, right? Like, yeah. this is very Kirby esque. But a lot of times when you see people do that, it's like, okay, I got to stay exactly like the lines, like where the lines need to be. I got to stay exactly true to Kirby's design. And he wasn't like that. He was just like, here's Kirby's playground. I'm gonna just play around in it right and, and uh he made it distinctly his own but you can tell that it's a kirby playground which is yeah which uh, yeah I, I think it's really awesome looking um and up up above ahead. that panel even he's balder is back from the dead and the way that he draws balder is really interesting because balder's just been tying one on and he's kind of he doesn't look like he used to and he's kind of 
chubby and he's just because he's bringing coming back from the dead has really kind of bummed him out and burnt him out and so he's just like hanging around with Volstag and just eating stuff and he's he's kind of a fat he, he does yeah. looks like Tyrion Lannister in this yeah he does uh, <laughs> picture somebody said that one of you guys said that but yeah. it's very true um, yeah, I think that um, the the Warriors three story throughout this is is actually really awesome because it's just like a side or side story that doesn't really have a lot to do with the main story, but he just that's dude honestly like just, I don't want to give him too much credit, but this the way he structured the story for like somebody who's known as an artist is really good, dude. Like the structure of the story is really amazing. Just the fact that he can keep you remembering that this other thing's going on, even though he only devotes like a few pages to it. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing I, I was going to say too, that I, I really like the way it's structured because it's, it's like, well, meanwhile, it, this is going on. Let's pan back over to this area. Mm. And so he's able to go, I don't know, there's like three or four different things going on at once. And he, he just takes you through, but it doesn't feel disjointed at all. It like, it moves very smoothly um, well, it's because the story doesn't rely heavily on those other things. These are just kind of side like hustles. Yeah, right? sure. So, it's just character development about yeah. about Balder essentially, right? And then and Loki and yes, yeah, yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, anyway, so Did, basically, what uh, Nick Fury is saying is like, there's a ship that's going around, basically swallowing stars, um, right? Yeah. yeah, and we need you to go check it out because it's headed for Earth, and you know we don't want that. And on uh, this page, the second one of Thor flying. Oh no, that's the first one. The second one is like two pages later, right? Yeah. Where he's in space. Yep. yep. And then I, and mine yeah, is on a different. Yeah, yours is page. yours is. Let's talk about that yeah, for a is, second. This is weird. Look at the structuring of our books. In well, yeah, yours is. Very well, they can The listeners can't look, look at it. Oh yeah, sorry, listeners. <laughs> but um, in in the Marvel Visionaries Volume One, the Walt Simonson Thor Visionaries Volume One, they printed a page out of order. Which is really weird. It's it's okay in mine. It's okay in, in Cali. Cali has a different version as well. But I thought that yeah. was because was Spence showed us that. It's like what the yeah. I was confused because like they jump and find and I'm like okay fine they're jumping to Thor because I knew he was gonna go up and find that ship right right and I'm like okay well they're jumping to him fighting it that's fine. Um, it seems like a fast jump but whatever I'll deal with it <laughs> and then the next page says. Meanwhile, yeah, a long way from Earth, it. Yeah. yeah, where it's like, dude, I just watched what happened. Why are you saying meanwhile? Um, but uh, yeah, it's so then it's funny it, they would it, screw that up. But then I looked at the bottom of that second page. It says targets closing in on him, and then fire right. is like the previous page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, Thor goes up to go try to uh, figure out what's going on with the ship, dude, and he busts right in through the side of it. Right. He throws his hammer at Scuttlebutt. And, and he just straight up rips right into it too. Yeah, you guys heard right. The ship is called Scuttlebutt. Uh-huh. Okay, so we've got Beta Ray Bill <laughs> flying Scuttle- a ship called Scuttlebutt, uh-huh. which talks to him, which is his best friend. Yeah, so he, yeah, he exclaims later, <laughs> Scuttlebutt, dude. That's a. I don't know the origin of that. Like, if it's English or American or whatever, but it really isn't from whatever planet that this is supposed to be from. <laughs> Like, they just stumbled upon the word scuttlebutt and Bill, and maybe they've got completely different meanings where Beta Ray Bill is from, but it's just like stuff like he's that that, like... Corbinite? Is that what he is? I think yeah, he's a Corbinite, Corbinite yeah. yeah. It's stuff like that that I love about this story, dude. It's just like, just when it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just like, it starts to get too serious, and then he throws a word like scuttlebutt in there, yeah. and then, like, makes you realize, oh yeah, this is a comic book. Like... 
I, I love how he does it, and I, to me, I think it's like true. It's like, bonkers. It's like out of control imagination. Yeah, this whole thing is just awesome. Like nobody would think to throw the word like a ship called Scuttlebutt yeah. in a Thor story. Uh huh. Yeah. So he goes in, and then uh, yeah. He's, he finds he finds like a chirogenic uh, sleeping chamber mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden uh, as he approaches this orange hand breaks out of the glass well, it's kind of more of a beige in the true versions Kelly <laughs> oh okay <laughs> alright all right. Yeah. Kelly has so... the recolored version which is definitely not canon it changes the story like more than you would think it's so... like they recast the main character yeah yeah well, it's like a remake, yeah. yeah. Yours is like a remake when they remade Karate Kid. You he's got, he's got kind of emo bangs hanging in his face. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill does. <laughs> Name's Beta Ray Bridger. Hey, no, here's, here's the thing I thought of. I was going to say this for the end, but I'll just say oh, it now. Oh, please, okay? yes. Um, I think there's that actor who stars in the movie, or in the TV series called Barry. His name is Bill Hader. Oh. Why didn't he go by Hader Ray Bill? Oh, oh wow. dude, that's, that's a way good. missed opportunity, right? Hater A Bill. Yeah. Bill Hater. I checked to see if his middle name was A. Start with an A. It doesn't, <laughs> unfortunately. Dang, it's man. Thomas, I think. But uh, yeah, Hater A Bill. So yeah, that's he would awesome. be. He's Hater A Bill in. Let's send him an email. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Let's do it. He'll change his name. Or if you're listening, you know. Bill oh, Hater yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that hand. I love that panel. It's a huge hand. Three fingers, a thumb. I love that panel, dude. Yeah. Where it grips his whole head. Yeah. But then it immediately goes away to Loki. Yep. That's Leaves good. you hanging, yep. man. It's good. It's a perfect... Dude, Cliffhanger. It's perfect, yep. dude, how he does this. It's crazy how good of a writer the Walt Samson is, dude, for being... Yeah. You, can't, you shouldn't be able to have it all, dude. You know <laughs> what I mean? But he, he does. So, yep. Now you see, so you see the Loki man. And there's a troll hunt. Loki's bored, and that's never yeah. a good sign. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, some, I don't know what the orange-haired orange girl is. Uh, Lorelai. Or blonde-haired I believe, girl, I, I guess. Her name is. You know? And she she uh, stops these hunters on this troll hunt. Well, she tricks this troll and pulls him out and, like, hands him over to Loki. Yeah. She, it's really kind of a crappy thing. Because yeah. <laughs> that troll is hiding and she's like, oh, I'll, take, hurt you. I'll take care of you, you yeah. sweet little thing. And then she kills Strings him and him hands him, yeah. him over to the hunters. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it pans back to the real story um, with uh, Beta Ray Bill being shown on like a three quarters of the page. Look how different your coloring is. Holy crap. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, dude. Kelly dude, sucks, that is dude. crazy. Dude, your sucks. He's not <laughs> even... <laughs> He's not even orange. He's like red. He has a red costume in yours. It looks like he's wearing Iron Man. Yeah, it does. Honestly, yeah. it's like Iron Man suit. Read the original, people. <laughs> That's like... Uh, it looks like Zack Snyder made that. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That, I'm going to rip this page out right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we got to probably speed this along. Oh, sorry, Ray Bill is kicking his thrash, and it's which is interesting to see. And he's they're really going toe to toe. Thor is banging him with the hammer. They're just they're really going for it. Um but Beta Ray Bill is is holding his own, which Thor is, you know, not used to. And all of a sudden Thor, because Beta Ray Bill thumps him so hard, Thor uh ends up dropping his hammer and turns right back into Donald Blake. Do, does it are we assuming our listeners know who Donald Blake is? 
Oh, I, I sure hope so. That that was his first kind of alter ego. Yeah, secret identity, so to speak. He had a a, a staff, a kind of wood uh, walking stick, I guess. Yeah. That he would bang on the ground, and that's what would turn him into Thor. So in this version, and we already said at the beginning, me and Kelly weren't huge Thor people, but in this version uh, or whatever of continuity. It seems to me like uh, Thor just got banished to Earth, and he had to be Donald Blake as like a cover, right? Right. That's that's how it all started out. Is Thor or Odin was tired of Thor, um, kind of just being a being a dick, and so he sent him sent him to Earth to try to learn how to be more humble. And so I believe I should have done a little bit of research. I believe that's why he turned him into Donald Blake, who was a who is a crippled fella and needs the cane to walk. But uh, he's also a, uh, a doctor, so he's a, a man of knowledge in medicine. But um, he's also kind of physically uh, less perfect than than Thor was, of course. And so, so, but he had this this cane, and that he just thumps that on the ground, and that's when he turned into Thor. And I believe back in the day, like he couldn't be away from his hammer for more than like sixty seconds, or he'd turn back into Donald Blake. This I think what what this one version is is. If he's away from his hammer, but he's on Earth, then he turns into Donald Blake. Um, he could be away from his hammer in Asgard, and he stays. Yeah, Thor. that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, so my other question too is: there was never a Donald Blake, a normal Donald Blake, average Joe walking around that Thor and uh, took over his body. I can't. I I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, I think I think it might have been actually. Yeah. I, have I, you guys I seen Adventures in Babysitting? <laughs> that show was awesome. Mm. <laughs> that was a good show. So, but at any rate, in this one, it doesn't seem like if there ever was a real Donald Blake, they don't care about him. His family, he presumably, doesn't have any family. Like they're not worried about him when he leaves <laughs> forever on this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So um, because of that, um, uh, Beta Ray Bill is like, "What? What's this? A stick?" Yeah. He's like. And it says thunder and lightning for some reason. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Um, that was kind of funny. Uh, but then, boom, he turns into Thor. Uh, he's got the hammer. And it's, a, it's a different costume, though. It's a badass. Yeah. There's like, yeah, it's just... Or is that is that Donald Blake getting pissed and just yelling, thunder and lightning? Because like, it's not coming from Beta Ray Bill, it doesn't look like. Mm. Like, because he's beat, and so now he's like, instead of saying, like, oh, crap, he's like saying, thunder and lightning. You know what I mean? Like, You think he's cursing? But the first, the first thing he yeah. says when he when he has the, uh, when he turns into you know awesome Thor Beta Rebel, he says, "I have the power." Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> Which is awesome. um, just like he man. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got the hammer, and actually, other than Thor and Odin, nobody's ever picked up Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, previous to this. Yeah, I think historically this is the first time someone yeah. else has picked it up. Since then, most of the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, and um, even some DC characters. Yeah. True, Superman yeah. has. And Wonder, and Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Yep. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. Dang, she did. Um, so, um, but then Odin That's comes awesome. in, like this gigantic, like, this panel's so cool yeah, looking, right? Yeah, it's um, Where Odin comes in, this like spirit form, but he's like bigger than the yeah, clouds. Projection kind of, astral projection kind of yeah. style. And, uh, and he's like, dude, Thor, we need you. I'm going to call you home. It's, it's just like... It's basically his version of like a text, like you better get your butt back home <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, one thing this this panel makes me thankful for 
is uh so they have a different um font right here um, where yeah. he's talking right mm -hmm. and it makes me thankful for like if you've read any current thor comics every time thor talks they have a different stupid font uh, <laughs> like for him talking that's actually harder to read and uh just because it doesn't flow as well and you're used to like the regular comic book writing and that really bugs me about the new Thor ones. It's like every time he talks, he has to speak in this different font. The other cool thing I think about this panel too with uh, Odin, I mean, it's it is awesome. It, it reminds me a little bit of that Heimdall uh, panel. But look at like the gold or bronze around it. Like it's showing that he's like majestic compared to the rest of the panels. Like they purposely outline this. The sky this, you're talking? Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking like, yeah, like around the whole panel. It's outlined in like a color oh, I see. Yes. compared to the rest of the panels being black, uh, black panel. Uh, right. at, what do you call it? Barrier? Shoot. Panel borders. Thank you. Border. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> panel barriers. You to, know. to show that he's majestic. Um, and then Baroom. He's yep. gone. They're both gone, says Nick Fury. And Donald Blake is crying in the uh, rain. He yells, That's Father. a great picture, though, That where he's... Yeah, uh, he's like, oh crap! What just happened? That yeah. uh, I wish mine was as good as yeah. That. So 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 yeah, Thor's right, freaking right. out because yeah, he's like, dude, I'm gonna be left here. I'm gonna be stuck as Donald Blake yeah. for the rest of my life. I I'm not going to get he any can't, chicks. He can't get to Asgard. Yeah, he's yep. stuck. Yeah, and so like yeah, he's he's pretty much freaking out, and that's the end of that issue. All right, so 338 opens up with another uh, ominous foreboding with a huge demon pounding the anvil with a huge doom written out there, which I love. And then the next page, I think, is an incredible page. You see the damaged, uh, I guess it's Scuttlebutt, correct? Or is that is that Scuttlebutt? Yeah, that must be Scuttlebutt, right? Yeah, I think so. With a tiny Donald Blake... Um, just you can barely even see him, and then with a huge kind of projection of uh, Thor in the background in the same pose where they're both kind of crying out. But then it looks both both of the it looks like all of this is projected onto some sort of curtain or something. He has these really yeah. odd fabric lines kind of going through the whole page, but it is a beautiful page yeah, i freaking love that page yeah i don't know what the point of those lines were i don't either just man, it looks good reasons yeah but stylistically they're awesome yeah uh, yeah dude, that's the thing man this guy was a master dude it, yeah like the hype is real on this guy because he was doing stuff that like just to look cool basically but it didn't yeah. take away from the story <laughs> like it, you know yeah but it pulls it off it's not like too flashy or yeah. showy but it's yeah, just sure. really good Oh, Cal oh, man, <laughs> Cali, throw that away. That's garbage. Did you see his page? Look at that. Turn that back. It's like full, like... Look at that. Oh, my That's gosh. ridiculous. Dude, the same... Dude, you got rubbed. So his, yeah, throw so ours is like away. a spirit image of Thor. Yeah. His is fully thor like it's completely yeah, colored. straight up. That man. color just needs to be fired so That's hard. That's not good. Um, so uh, anyway, so... Nick Fury comes up and he's he's oddly calm about the whole situation, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> like he he brought Thor up here to help out. <laughs> Thor's gone, mm -hmm. and he says, "Don't take it too hard, Doc. I expect it'll all work out eventually." 
Like, cool. yeah, we need you right now. I'll have guys kidnap you. Yeah. And then, oh, it'll yeah. all work out. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You tried. It's almost like <laughs> it was part of Nick Fury's plan, dude, the whole time. Just like, oh, this sucks, man, when you're, you don't got any powers. No. So back to Beta Ray Bill. At, right. Uh, back in Asgard. Asgard, yeah. They say, tis Thor. Lord Odin has recalled him from Midgard. Truly only he can help us now and this, our hour of need. And then Beta Ray Bill is like, back you demons, and just starts thrashing, just thrashing the shit yeah. out of everybody. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. he tries to thrash Odin and what happens? Stops it. Odin spanks him. Yep. He throws the hammer at Odin, Odin and Odin just catches it. He says, come Yolner. He's just like, yeah, dude, it ain't no thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is my kid's toy. I can hold my kid's toy. Exactly. Right, exactly. So, and then uh, he calls uh, Donald Blake up to Asgard, and he's in his Thor costume now. Right. And they're arguing about who should have the hammer. Uh, so Odin takes him up to the mountaintop. Uh, so yeah, by this point, um, Beta Ray Bill has calmed down a little bit, right? Like yeah. he's not trying to kill everybody. He understands that there's that these guys aren't the demons that that uh, were attacking his ship, and uh, but at the same time he's just like, dude, I ain't giving up this hammer. This hammer is going to help me save my people. Right. And so that's why they're just like, okay, well, who should it go to? Because technically the deal was, whosoever is worthy, right, and can hold this uh, hammer, that's who it belongs to. And since right. he defeated him in battle, he felt that it was his. Right. They they figure out well he must be some noble being because he, he could pick up the hammer so let's hear him out a little bit yeah and then we see a sif uh spying on thor kissing a girl wait it's not thor it's loki loki this wasn't kissing a girl you just said now you got everybody excited <laughs> <laughs> sif walks in and sees a girl kissing thor okay that's better oh wait it's Lorelei. not thor it's yep. loki yeah. it's sif loki's playing a trick <laughs> and then uh goes through beta ray bill's uh origin uh, yeah, so this is actually interesting. So it is very interesting. He was picked. So right now it says they they go more into it later, but right he was picked to be the guy that was going to save his people. Right. So what they did is, unlike Captain America per se, where they inject him with something to make him a superhero, this one they straight up build a body. Right. And they take his soul out of his it. normal body and put him into this monstrous horse face right creature. Um, that Sif wants a straight bone, dude. Oh, she wants it hard, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I don't get it. Why would she desire this horse face, know, dude? Because he's a noble warrior, so man. Would that, would that be considered a donkey show? No, it's an alien show, dude. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, get, species, we'll get to that so more once she starts hitting on him. But, dude, hot. she wants him so bad, and it, I just don't get it. Well, but. she's she has feeling spurned by Thor. As it, I guess we skipped over that, but... Uh, he, he has turned her down numerous times. He wants to stay on earth cause he loves earth more than he loves her. She's always loved him cause he's the ultimate, ultimate warrior, not the wrestler. Rest in peace. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so anyway, she's, she's a little taken with Bill cause Bill is obviously a super noble and it's, it's, she's not incredible doing, warrior. She's a gold digger. Yeah. Because she, <laughs> she just, but it's like a warrior. It's the hammer. It's who yeah, can hold the hammer. Yeah. She's like, I've always wanted Thor, but now somebody else can hold this hammer. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Go, Sif's a gold digger. Dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so they're up on the mountaintop, and then uh, they decide, well, 
We're going to battle for the uh, hammer. No yeah, this weapons. Is, this is Odin's idea, right? Yes. It's like battle to the death. Like maybe kill my son. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny because it, like it, he goes back and forth from being like, well, fine, nice this day. is the way the tradition is. Yeah. And then he'll go like, oh, I miss my son. I need you so bad. Thank you for coming back. Like he's like almost a loving father at times. Which well, I guess, like the Old Testament God, New Testament God, like you did see stuff. Like well, man, that that's too, that's what's so interesting about reading reading this after reading kind of modern Thor is it was fun to revisit these times when Thor and Odin actually liked each other, right? Because they just just straight up hate each other. <laughs> like for the last twenty years, like Odin has just been a colossal dick, and Thor <laughs> has done everything he can to. Just like almost kill them essentially because like they right. they just hate each other now. Yeah, it's definitely. It kind of makes me one. makes me bummed. I miss these days <laughs> when they had a good family. Like so shit. they send them to this planet because they know that with all the power of these two guys, um, that they're going to basically right. just destroy right. everything that's around them, and they don't want to destroy Asgard. Right. So they send them to this like barren wasteland. Mm-hmm. Which, dude, if if uh, Zack Snyder could have taken some notes on that with Man of Steel, like, why don't you guys <laughs> don't battle the downtown metropolis? Yeah, go somewhere else. But natural habitat, like Detroit, nobody's there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, so they keep, they start kicking the crap out of each other on this planet, um, and uh, Thor is caught by surprise by Beta Ray Bill, and. Uh, all of a sudden, we're back to Asgard and Volstag and Balder are walking together. And this right. dude shows up and wants to fight Balder. This part of the story is really cute. He must prove it's himself. It's awesome. Yeah. This part of the story is awesome. Yeah, it's dude, it's yeah, it's really cute. I like it, dude, just because like he knows that his boy has been through some shit. And somebody comes up to try to start some crap. And uh, what's the big one's name? Volstag. Volstag. Volstag is like... Come on, come on. We gotta have a talk. Picks him up and sits on him, <laughs> yeah. and like he just talks his ear off while yeah. he's sitting on him. And then we pan back to them battling on the. There's a Simonson uh, signature at the bottom of this one. Oh too. yeah, that's um, true. Oh yeah, Volstag is sitting on on top of this guy who wanted to battle them, and he just like sits on him. and says, "Hey, listen to the story. I'm gonna tell you why you shouldn't mess with this guy." Right. Like, and it's so cool because he he could just be kicking his ass right now, but he's not. He just yeah. like sits on him and tells him a story. I, I love it. I love that so much because it and it it's not important to the overall story at all. No, actually, but just character development. Yeah, exactly. It's character development and it's just a break, right, from right. Like whatever's going on. So yeah, I, I love that part of the story. Then they get back to the battle. Thor and Beta Ray Bill kicking the crap out of each other, throwing rocks at each other, right. Um, but then Beta Ray Bill gets, kind of gets the, um, well, Thor knocks Beta Ray Bill down on, I guess, this floating piece of, uh, Obsidian. Obsidian, thank you, that's floating through the lava. Uh, they both kind of pass out, uh, they, they, because they hit each other so hard that it, they both pass out. They're about to go over this lava waterfall. Beta Ray Bill wakes up first. The heat revives me, yet I am broken inside, I feel it. But he, he, he realizes that Thor is a noble foe. He picks him up, jumps to try to make it to safety. He, he's not going to make it, and he's, he's going to die. And then all of a sudden, Flash, they're back in front of Odin. Beta Ray Bill is holding the unconscious Thor, and he wins the fight. And he says, the hammer is mine. And that is the end of three 
Right. Now, yeah. now today's Odin would be like mm, technically it's not Thor's alive. Uh, <laughs> technically, you didn't. Right. You have to kill him first. Yeah, please. like <laughs> what is this? Dude? Right. Uh, um, but this this Odin was more than happy to welcome him back. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite part about the end of this is it says um, they're trying to get people to buy the next issue. Tons of them. So it says. Better stock up on copies, kids. This one will be a collector's item for sure. So right. I went to eBay and I looked up uh, Thor 339. They're selling for about six bucks a piece. Oh, geez, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I, it, um, actually, six to eight bucks. So 338 is selling for about six bucks. Um, the last issue, the fourth one we read, 340 is selling for like only four bucks. So basically, they were kind of right. Like it was the second most. <laughs> if I would say more, if I could go back and give you um, a better thing to buy, it would be the three thirty seven. Is that the first one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's selling for like forty bucks. Okay, so, I, I believe that. So yeah, like if you bought in, if you trusted them and just bought tons of these, you kind of would have been pissed that you didn't get the other. So don't. Going. But here's the thing: if you're interested in the story. Don't get the the Visionaries Volume One because that one page is out of order. Yeah. Don't get the dumb one that Callie has. It's called The Mighty Thor by Walter Simonson. It's the newest newest What's edition. The What's the date on it? Because that recoloring this, this is out of one? control. Uh... Dude, I'm serious. The coloring on Callie's changes. 2017. The story. 2017. Oh, see, yeah, don't get that. Well, see, but the thing is, their lava planet in mine is way better portrayed. It does than look alright. Yeah. It does look alright. Like, look at this. Like how that hot doesn't make ready. it okay. That doesn't make. Oh, it okay. no, man. Look for look for the ballad of ba- the ballad of Beta Ray Bill, or just get the single issues because it sounds like they're pretty affordable. Besides yeah. that, three thirty. I used to have three thirty seven, but it was Dang, in my big dude. lot where I sold them all off, dude. So, all right. It was I sold all my comics one to get the very first iPad when it came out because I was just like, I'm just gonna read digitally, and now I'm buying all my. Comments back <laughs> um, okay, so that uh, so that sums up that issue. So now the third issue in the quartet is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, 339 is uh, 339 the Mighty Thor 339 that cover is kind of ugly but still kind of awesome kind of ugly but it's kind of awesome too I mean I like I love the layout but I don't know dude it's like my favorite part about that is the the corner box art I, love I don't got things. that. No, why do you got that? See, because this is the shit, man. The Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> he has this like uh, underneath the cover. He's got like both their hammers. Um, it's, it has that for. It, at the, at oh the, yeah. I think it's because of the fact well. that uh, it's got yeah, these these crazy little blank. kind of Celtic hmm. little. So the original comics probably didn't have what yours no, is showing. Doubt, it was just yeah. a space filler because, like, there I've got some space. Because right here is where they would put the like the all the legal stuff right, right legal, on yeah. the first opening page, and it's not there. So instead, they put like these cool designs. Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, folks, got to pick one, it up. That's the one to get. I think we decided. So uh, if you remember, um, they just tried to battle it out on a mountain, and literally, like, they could have just not gone um, because. They still don't know who's going to get the hammer. <laughs> uh, like, and Odin is totally happy to see him. He didn't give him any shit for like not following the rules. Yeah. He's just like, these brave warriors must not perish because they 
like basically tried their hardest. Because they were awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like he's like the soccer coach where it's like every team wins. <laughs> Participation like, trophy. Yeah, he, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get a hammer oh, yeah. and you get a hammer. Dude, Everybody gets true, hammers. It's true, dude. The, it's what it was. The Stormbreaker is a participation trophy. It's true. Oh, That's a damn man. good one, though. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's better than Milnor, dude. Like, it's honestly, so badass. It really yeah, is badass. Okay. So, like, they're both recovering because they literally, like, they're like in the yeah, they're crushed each other's bones, like, yeah. all the way through. Now, okay, go ahead if you're... I oh, know, go. Okay, so I was going to say this next part, I don't, I know this is part of the main story, but it feels almost like part of a, like, an extra part of a storyline, but I love this part when Odin goes to uh, the dwarf uh, realm, yeah. and uh, they recognize him immediately. And he's like, how do you recognize me? And she's like, even if I was blind, I would know it's you, Odin. Like, yeah. you, your presence can be felt. Like, I totally know it's you. And then... These, he, are, these are the same dwarves that made Thor's Mildred. hammer. Yeah. That made me And they're the him. same dwarves that are in um, Frozen, uh, where Kristoff goes. Oh, and, yeah. And like, they're, like, oh. rolling on rocks and stuff. And, and the Wizard of Oz in Munchkinland? Yeah, they're, the, they're all the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> they don't <laughs> sing as much in this one. Yeah. <laughs> And so Odin makes this deal with the, the yeah. head dwarf. It's awesome. And she's like, okay, so I need a woman to come k- k- like fight this giant. And if she wins, we'll forge a hammer for you. Right. Yeah, I like it. Um, I actually like that. And here's the thing is, why was this plan B, dude? Plan A was like, my son could die. <laughs> plan B is, yeah. I'll just go to the trolls and make a hammer, a second right. hammer. Dude, Odin. Just go to the trolls, dude. <laughs> He's Why? complicated, man. He's complicated, dude. He wants his son to die, dude. <laughs> At least this one, Sif, might be dying. Right. And, like, well, yeah. maybe. But she is all for it, though. She is. She's hot to trot. She can't get any action. She she's conflicted. She's sexually frustrated. Uh, there yeah. we go. Thank yeah. you. And so she's like, I will go fight anyone right now. <laughs> I just want to get this out of my system. Yep. So she she runs over there. Um, she's anxious for this, uh, this giant, um, dwarf, I guess he's not technically a dwarf, it's kind of more a troll than anything else, uh, attacks her, and this, I'll have to show you a side-by-side of, there's a savage sword of Conan that he might have pinched this from, or maybe they pinched it from him, I I don't recall, but anyway, um, uh, so Sif kicks the shit out of this dwarf pretty handily, well, before that, uh, I should say, uh, excuse me, it goes back to Volstag talking about how Balder was, uh, how Loki tricked everyone and accidentally killed, well, and killed Balder. Uh, and then we have, oh, then we have the, the demon smacking the anvil, doom right in the middle of the issue yeah, this time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, oh, yeah. And then and this a sailor. Right, then the sailor with the, yeah, this. He's on Earth. This comes into play later on, I believe. Yep. And it's some different issues. But then back to back to Sif. She's kicking the hell out of this troll. The the dwarves thank her. They say, we, we knew you would probably win. At least we were hoping that you were because this guy has been has been an ass and we couldn't get rid of him. But thankfully you did. So. And now that you're a woman, he'll never show his face again. Right. Even though she's a total badass, but yeah, but um, so they're like, let's go make this hammer, boys. So we didn't say that the reason she wanted to go was really to impress 
Beta Ray Bill. Oh, yes, yeah, good point. Yeah. Like, that's the main reason she wanted to go because she was already eyeing Beta Ray Bill. Thor's a thing of the past. And she's just like, uh, maybe he'll get with me if he sees how tough I am. There is another warrior in this world who is as brave and valiant as the mighty Thor. Yeah. And, and though he wears a guise as an alien as any of I, I've ever seen, still I would find favor in his yeah. eyes. Yes, Still, I would so. show him that I, too, am warrior-born. She's warrior-born, but she's awesome. kind of needy, dude. Like, yeah, she is. <laughs> like, yeah. She's, well, she's I not like I Lois take, Lane from I would, Burn at all, dude. I would take her so hard. <laughs> you are not a warrior, dude. She would... No, she would kill dwarf. me. Yeah, she, she would I'm a troll, you. dude. I'm, she would fight you. She would kick the shit on me. I would love every second of it. <laughs> so there's this balcony scene where she reaches for Beta Ray... So if Beta Ray Bill's wearing this stupid hat oh, from so Star Trek The Next Generation... She's back, it's right? It's horrible. Yeah. You forgot to say, so she, yeah, she, she goes back to... And she's back to Asgard because yep. she did what she was supposed to do. So they're going to force the hammer. And now they're on this balcony and new generation, uh, next generation, Vader and Bill, <laughs> she's talking to him. She reaches over to grab his hand and he moves it away from her. And he says, I do not think I could bear the prospect of returning to such a perfect world, no matter how much I might long to. So well, Barry Bill knows that when, he doesn't belong. When he yanks but, his hand away, he says, when I was remade as a warrior to save my people, I surrendered all of my humanity. I have none left for anyone. And Basically, pulls, he's saying he has he no He pulls meaning. his hand away. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually love this, because he said he has no humanity, but just like five pages earlier, he saved Thor from dying. Like, yeah. I don't well, understand what that means. Well, he's just he. If he was made to be a warrior, he see, would have let Thor die. Well, that that's the whole thing is because he's he he doesn't feel like he's a human being because he looks horrible, but he has shown his humanity yeah. by his actions. Yeah. That's why. So he, his soul. That's is, why he can pick up the hammer. Yeah, his humanity is he's is incredible. in his soul, not in his body. Amen. But he doesn't realize that. He just thinks he's a terrible monster. Right. So he doesn't think that this beautiful woman can, that he's worthy of this. And right. really, he's just making Sif want it more. Yeah. Like he's, that last he's just panel, playing she's it. just wanting it. He's just playing it. She's not sure. sad at all. She's more determined she's than like, she's ever been to like do this. So uh, eventually, yep. So it goes to where they make the, the new hammer. They all have their protective yeah, why goggles are they wearing on. safety goggles? <laughs> so they're gods, dude. I love it. And, uh, or ski like, goggles. They, yeah. they all look like they're going They look skiing. like they could be a biker gang, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yep, they go down because yep, they don't want to, they don't want to get any sparks in their eyes. <laughs> and uh, yep, they he's get got his new hammer. hammer. And dude, this this <sighs> page is so freaking awesome. Yeah, and Walt Simonson thought so too. You could see at the bottom. Yep, yep. Bada boom. It's where he gets the new hammer. And what's so cool about this, like my favorite part about it, is the energy that's coming out yeah. from the hammer. It's like like a weird uh, psychedelic version of Kirby Crackle like yeah. it's just like it's like opposite I love it I actually love how he's done it it's so awesome and then the hammer itself um, Storm Stormbreaker Stormbreaker mm -hmm. is is completely silhouetted in white it's just like because it's yeah. like glowing you see no detail. It's just an outline. It's just a silhouette of it and I, I dude it's so cool man. Well, even the panel before that when it's like dripping after he pulls it out of the cauldron, it's yeah. like so. Oh yeah, it's it's really awesome looking. Yeah, and then he decides, I need to go save my people. I need to go kill all these demons that are harassing my people because he has all of his people are essentially frozen in cryogenic chambers like he was, but uh, they're all in these ships traveling through space, but they're being chased by demons by the demons that have destroyed his world, and so he's like, I gotta get out of here now that I got this. I gotta go. And uh, Thor says, Father, let me go with him. Nothing, clang. 
<laughs> well, that's the, that's the next page. But yeah, so so they they decide that's a good idea, and nothing shall stand against us. Nothing clash. Oh yeah, dude, where they like hit their hammers together. Yeah, yeah. it's so emotional. Like the thing is, is it's so cheesy. Like, but the I, whole thing is though, and it but it works. I I agree. It it's does like, work, but it almost didn't work for me. <laughs> like, it was, like, on the verge of not working for me. It's like they're making a toast, though, dude. It's like... Dude, they're yeah, toast. Thor drinks steins. They smash them together, maybe. They're not, like, drink out of wine glasses. Thor, like... <laughs> it's not delicate with Thor. But they're, they're no. ready to go kick some butt. So they're just like, yeah, let's kick butt together. Yes! And they, like, clank. Dude, I don't know, dude. I think it's. it's, it's I like think a, it's like it's very like a fist bump like, for, for badass. Yeah. yeah, it's like the it most would have been badass more badass if they held their hammer in one hand and fist bumped with their other hand. Oh, <laughs> fist bump wasn't a thing then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've disagreed on that, but that's okay. So they hop we, on. They hop on. Oh, they do it again too. Don't yeah. worry, it's coming again. <laughs> Thor summons his chariot, tooth grinder, and tooth gnasher, his his awesome goats. Then in Norse mythology, he kills them all the time to eat them. Just because he, when he goes on his travels, he kills his goats and eats them, but then they come back to life every morning. Dude, that's amazing! Isn't man. that awesome? Isn't that kind of how like most North Norse mythology is like all about? They can death, die yes. and just like return. Uh, Norse mythologies, dude. Imagine crazy. like I think you could totally weed out all serial killers if you had people that could do that. Right? They like, came back to life. Yeah, after you, you just kill them. kill them. Boom. Next morning, they're just fine. They don't remember. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would eat myself <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. right now. <laughs> I've been wanting to find a reason. I know that I'm all fat and tender. I, uh, <laughs> I know that I'm juiced. All good. But yeah, so Sif is sad that they're leaving, and she says, "I'm going. Don't even try to stop me. I've earned the right to come." She says, "So be it," as they say. So then, great panel. They're heading off to fight the demons yeah. in issue 340, which is one of my favorite covers ever. Yeah, the cover is amazing. In 340. Yeah. yeah, it's similar to something else. It's actually reminiscent of some other There's a Conan and the Barbarian that is oh, really? very similar to this. Yeah, so it's like, it's a line that starts from like the top right down to the bottom left. Um, and in the middle, you got the two Thors battling. And then it's, the line is just like all demons. Um but the yeah, it's just put together really freaking well, dude. Yeah. Like Simonson is knocking it out of the Hey, look, park, my dude. is oh, wow. completely even yours is colored yours. different there. Huh. Well, obviously yours doesn't count, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Kelly's is completely Oh, Kelly's different. has like a galaxy dude. behind it. Oh, but yeah, dude. this is the only time yeah. ours has ever looked really looked different. Huh, I wonder what the actual issue looks I like. Look I would say now. that one would. This is probably. I like this one better actually. There, there, there's the reprint or the original prints. Oh, okay, so Spence is legit then. Okay. So, has the one legit so one. to My for the listener's sake, um, the well, cover. Hold on, how do we know that that's real? Yours is so. We is it the, the same as his? Because look yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's different. It's different colors. So for the listener's right. sake, because this is really boring for the listener. Um, my right. cover of three forty has what we talked about: the line of demons, um, and then it has like a, a gradation of colors, like yellow to green in the background, um, which apparently was the original um, way that the cover was. But in Ryan's, it's just like a light yellow all yeah. the way across, and I think it's more striking. I like the I, and yeah, better. and the uh, even the the lettering of the Mighty Thor cover is is 
kind of a blue. Oh, yeah. I do like this one better. That's from the back. Yeah. So, yeah. Kelly, we're doing a podcast so, right now. I'm looking through the pages. Okay, like, describe this. <laughs> Don't make me throw a mouse at your head. <laughs> describe the pages uh, if you're going to look at them. Good old times. Um, <laughs> it's Thor riding Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. Um, it's like a pretty, I don't want to say the word epic because that's overused, but it's a very oh, okay. so, powerful right. so, looking uh, cover. It's it's one one picture. The, this Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, uh, Cal was just showing me, he has a recreation of it in his in his dumb uh, trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's all one picture, which I never noticed before. But anyway, on to uh, issue 340, fellas. I, well, I guess me and Spence probably just need to talk about Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, issue uh, 340, uh, Sif, we open up with them uh, busting through, and Sif jumps out of the carriage, about ready to battle the demons. Yeah, dude, she's crazy, man. She's hardcore, dude. Yeah. But really, is Beta Ray Bill, if he's... Trying to get a piece of that horse dong, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kelly's kids who listen to this podcast. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, dude, she's like, they're just like sitting in the car still. Just Watching like, hey, Should we <laughs> go are just talking for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, for, for reals, they sit and discuss. They're like, well, maybe we should. While she's down there struggling for her life, killing hundreds and hundreds of these demons, they're like, Maybe we should go to the source of this. Maybe we should figure out where they're coming from. All right. Let's... I think that they were comparing hammer sizes, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as badass a story as you probably can't compare to that horse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, um, yep, so they go and they start. Uh, it's just like the battle's starting right now, right? Right. And uh... so there's just an endless, endless stream of these demons coming out. They they trace their it's like steps. A portal that yeah, coming out of right. So they there's um, Bill's home world has been changed into this just this huge techno, very Kirby esque techno ball of of doom. Um, that's where all the demons are coming out of this this crazy portal. Um, what oh man, what page would this be? But I love this is one of my favorite panels right here. There's just all these demons just. Crushing, crushing Thor. It's just a, a a panel of. There's three panels on this page. The second panel, this these demons crushing Thor, and it's his face, and he's just getting just hammered by. It would these. be page five of this issue. All right, Was thank that you. Unintended. Oh, good. Yeah, good job, Ryan. Um, then next page again. Doom. The monsters thumping on the anvil. Back to Sif, and she is just being swarmed by by these demons she's just standing on a huge pile of their bodies but they, meanwhile thor and beta ray bill have yet to actually yeah, like do kill any demons yeah right. thor all of thor's done is got his head squished right and then all of a sudden again the lettering bada doom bada doom and she says what and scuttlebutt scuttlebutt appears and uh scuttlebutt starts talking to her there they decide they're they're doing this same they're they have the same mission so Scuttlebutt takes off, uh, burning a whole bunch of demons. They take off and are fighting these demons. And then it gives us a little rest. It's back to Volstag, talking about what Baldur saw when he was in hell. He saw he saw the dragon Nidhogg, eater of the dead, just eating this giant mountain of corpses that was just all the people that Baldur killed in his life. 
And that's what kind of broke his spirit. He saw what he had done. And uh, Volstagg again just picks up this dude that he's sitting on and says, now, now you've kind of learned, let me dust you off, he says, while he's just kind of beat, slapping this dude around. And he says, you know, I think you've learned you learned your lesson, but um, but don't try it again because, you know, look, check out that dude right there, Hogan the Grim. Don't come back here. <laughs> Basically, Hogan the Grim won't, will never forget or forgive. And so, so he says, because I got the impression that the dude was dead, dude. After having been sat on for so long, he just says, Hogan was never young. He would never forget or forgive. And then it goes in on Hogan's eyes, meaning I think Hogan straight killed the dude. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. He could. Oh, that's a good point. That's what it seems like to me, which is sad because you almost think, hope that the guy would just, okay, he'd been sat on for so long, he's learned his lesson, now they'll let him go. But no, I think after being sat on, the dude got straight up killed by it Hogan. Could be. Yeah, that's what it looks like because they could don't be. go back to that. Could be. So they decide that they're going to cross streams here in order to <laughs> save the world. I actually love these two panels side by side. Don't show me that. that your comic is so gross, dude. <laughs> Those panels are incredible okay, in so, the real version. Yeah. yeah, so the panels he's talking about is Thor is <laughs> throwing his hammer just like Kelly threw his graphic novel. <laughs> And uh, right next to it, um, Beta Ray Bill is throwing his hammer. They're in, right? the, they're in the same pose. They're on these mountain of demon corpses again, but they're they're different. They are drawn. They're completely differently drawn. That's but actually what's cool about it. Is yeah. you could have gone like like drawn them exactly the same, exactly. but the cape is different. The the back arm is is set different. The corpses um, are different. Yeah. The hammers are different. Yeah. <laughs> but they serve one purpose, and they're going to. Their whole idea is to throw their two hammers inside of a portal. <laughs> yeah. They, they want to like double dick this portal, and mm-hmm. they're gonna touch tips inside the portal, <laughs> and that for some reason is going to kill all the demons. How did they know that that was gonna happen? Was it just a shot in the dark? Like, what would if this didn't happen? I think when they were convalescing after they beat the shit out of each other, they might have touched tips before. <laughs> and, it, and it just in the the explosion, Odin wanted him to get him out of there. He was like, "Why don't you guys go fight some demons?" Here's the other thing: is if Odin, Odin's plan A would have worked, they never would have been able to do this. Yeah, because the second hammer got built because that was Plan B. So, luckily, Beta Ray Bill didn't kill Thor. I'm wondering if Plan A was just to prove that Beta Ray Bill was really worthy of a new hammer. I mean, he already proved it. He picked up the hammer, so yeah. he already proved he's worthy. But was he worthy of a second hammer? Because <laughs> <laughs> Thor probably couldn't have picked... Has Thor ever picked up Stormbreaker? Um, oh, in, probably. In Infinity War the movie... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's not technically Made with Groot's arm. Yeah, that's not technically Stormbreaker. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. It's not canon. Just like Kelly's graphic novel is not canon. So, so, so <laughs> Sif is just like, dude... It's uh, a great panel of Sif. I love that her face she's yeah. just she's just about had it i think yeah she's been battling like crazy all these other two goof-offs you have done is touch tips yeah <laughs> and she's done all the oh, work. she's like the and real hero of the Scuttle, story absolutely and scuttlebutt is about scuttlebutt has decided they can't win scuttlebutt is about to blow they set the self-destruct yeah five four three two what and then she says scuttlebutt wait the demons they're disappearing they start to turn into uh, kind of fog and then she says they're gone and there's some kind of fireworks 
And I actually... I love that pose in the next panel. She oh. says, Bill and Thor must have destroyed the demon source. But that, that pose, she's just kind of leaning on her sword, yeah. just exhausted. It's and a great like, panel. Yeah. And what's cool is I actually like the relationship. We didn't really talk about this, but they develop Scuttlebutt and yeah. Sif um, develop a relationship, right? So... Right. It's like a, a rom-com, right, where, like, they try to, like, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson try to get together. It's not working. Kate Hudson is at the bar talking with Matthew McConaughey's friend. You know, he really likes you. You don't understand. He's got this other stuff going on. Right. Um, just give him a chance. It'll work out. That's kind of what Scuttlebutt's role was here. Right. Um, and... Uh, and so then they get home. There's always a party going on, dude. Every dude, every time. Asgard, dude. Every time Thor comes back, there's a party going on, dude. And uh, let's see. So what happens now? So they basically. It's the end of Star Wars. Uh, no. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, here's where. Yeah, they do a fist oh. bump again later. <laughs> well, this is where we find out a little bit more about Beta Rebill's uh, transformation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where it was not the as... Scuttlebutt filled in Sif. Yeah. Scuttlebutt told and Sif. And she told Odin about it. And Odin's like, I can fix that. Dude, the problem with this Odin is he can just, he can fix every problem. He just doesn't think of the right solution. <laughs> in the right order. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so... Oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, no. I was just going to say, so, like, what she clues him in on is that uh, they he had to be chosen to be the guardian of his people. and uh, But it was supposed to be, like... This hellish ordeal that right. they had to go through. Right? They took the there was big uh, contests and battles. They took the like top, I don't know, hundred or whatever, transformed, you know, racked their their bodies, did the bioengineering and grafted and all this kind of stuff. But plus they did like psychological right. tests on them and stuff. Just the horrible ordeal, and he's the only one that survived. Yeah, yeah, and and the change um, was irreversible. Uh, is right. what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, she knows it's not. That's why she's telling Odin about this, right? Because <laughs> she's just like... Yeah. I mean, it's like a Beauty and the Beast thing, right? So she saw the thing underneath, which isn't much better, by the way. Um, but she saw what he really looks like in, in his heart. Um, <laughs> it's matter what you look like on the inside. But then he, but then Odin, she tells him all this stuff. Odin's just like, uh, be a piece, Sif. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what we can do. Odin. And I, I know this isn't good radio, good podcasting, but I love this picture of Sif's face right here on the, I don't know what page this would be, but I love that panel of Sif's face uh, where she's saying, where someone is saying, where Odin is saying, yeah, my heart tells me that we may stand here together for the last time uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically what Odin does is he gives, he decides to take away the power of transformation from Thor. Yeah, uh, where Thor could could bang the hammer and change back into Donald Blake, he decides to take that power away from Thor, give it to Beta Ray Bill, so Beta Ray Bill can thump Stormbreaker and turn back into his normal Corbinite self, uh, which he is uh, greatly, uh, you know, he's very excited about. He's super happy to be able to change back into himself. I am myself. I'm myself again. Uh, and Stormbreaker turns into his cane. And then this picture, this cheesy panel of Thor laughing, is really fun. So, um, so this is basically the end of 
of Donald Blake, yeah. right? Like Donald Blake's gone. Donald Blake this. is gone. Yeah. So that's why this was such a big deal. That's one of the reasons this was such a big deal because now Thor is the Thor that you know him as in like the now, movies yeah. and, and yeah. all the he's, modern he's, comics. In the next issue, he becomes Sigurd Jarlson, where he just puts his hair in a ponytail and puts on glasses. Where he's more of a Clark Kent type right. figure, right? Ex- like, exactly. Where he's just trying to disguise the fact that he's a superhero, right. but it's not like a curse or which, whatever. Which which I. These days, they don't even. <laughs> Thor doesn't even bother with yeah. it. And, you know, Steve Rogers, Iron Man. You know, which that actually kind of makes more sense to me because I love like, it. if you're a god, you don't need to right. hide. <laughs> I, I, I love that yeah. that these guys don't have secret identities anymore. It's it's still important to. I mean, it's really important for obviously Batman and right Superman. Superman. I could I could live with Superman just being straight up Superman. Yeah, yeah. To be Superman honest with you, a, but you know. Yeah. He wouldn't anyway. I mean, I know that's all another discussion. Well, as we talked Clark about in our last episode, the, one of the reasons Superman donned his um, identity, according to John, John uh, Byrne, is that too many people were asking shit from him. So it was yeah. a way for him to hide, basically. Which I, I, I'm glad that I actually listened to that episode today, and I thought that was a super great... Explanation. S- excuse me uh, for the pun, but not super. <laughs> it was a great explanation of uh, a great uh, yeah. way to explain secret identities, especially his, of course. But right, because yeah, if you could I did do like everything, you would never get left alone. So right. you know, I, I see that as the only reason for his secret identity. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, so Donald Blake basically existed from the um, creation till issue three forty. Is what it seems like. Yeah, pretty. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty I mean, much. I guarantee you he came back oh, at some I'm point. Oh, sure, yeah. Because nothing ever lasts in comics. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this was like Continuum. the main shift. Here. Yeah. So, yep, that wraps up our synopsis of um, the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> Callie, what did you think of it, man? Um, so, to be honest, I've never really been interested in Thor... Because of the fact that it's sword and sorcery, kind of mixed with superhero. Um, you play D D, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, got you there, dude. He's how can you, you say there. you don't like sword and sorcery? Okay, so I, play, I played like D D for like six months, dude. Eight months, maybe. I, that is so months. much worse. Yeah, that's than a this. lot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, maybe that's why I was able to accept Thor for what it is. Oh, okay. right? right. So maybe Fair it enough. opened my eyes to Fair Thor. Enough. So here's the thing: is um, I really, really enjoyed this uh, four-part uh, mini, quote-unquote miniseries, even though it's not mini. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed this. Uh, really opened my eyes to a lot of, uh, well, especially like Walter, Walter Simonson. Yeah, I know about man. his Orion run and some other things he's done. But, um, you know, as far as, like, exploring a character I've never explored by a creator that I, I'm not super familiar with was actually a really fun journey for me. Oh, that's good. A journey into mystery, maybe. <laughs> well done. Um, I'll go, Spence, if you don't mind. Yeah, you my, go, my final, my final thoughts. I've loved Thor my my whole life, but um, what's what is really fun? I think about this Simonson run is well, a it's it's legitimately good. It deserves its praise. Um, the thing that's interesting about it is, you know, it's, it's what, 83, I think, is when, when he started this. But um, it is very, in, in a lot of ways, it is very reminiscent of, in the tone and stuff, it's very reminiscent of this Stan and Jack stuff. Because um, it is just like very, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say it's like as... I don't know how to explain it, but um, just the tone of it makes me feel like it's even older than it is. You know what I mean? But it's not, and and I say this with all love and due deference to, to, to Stan and Jack, it's not as, it's a little bit better than those old ones, I yeah. think. It's a little more um, well-written, I guess, than, than those. But um, it still has kind of those that kind of fun tone of adventure to it. Um, but anyway, the, I guess what this whole, these issues boil down to in its essence is you can't judge a person by the way they look. That's the whole point of this mm -hmm. story. Right. Um, so, um, you can't judge a book by its cover kind of a thing. That's what it boils down to. Um, but I, I I think that it is just incredible, and I think that Beta Ray Bill is, has become one of my favorite characters because of this. Uh, ever since I read this, I was just, you know, I just appreciated how awesome he he truly is, and uh, he's, and it's just, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think it deserves all the praise it it gets. It's it deserves it. You know, it's legit. Yeah, it's, a fun it's really good. I am. Um, I think honestly, like. Dude, Walt Simon created the whole package here. This yeah. is this is a work of art, dude. Like, in my opinion, this is art in its truest sense. Like, the way that... And he's just used different mediums. He used words and he used drawings to make this thing that... To me, it's a cool story. But it's also a work of art. It's just... Just the layers that he built up are just... To me, it's... I, I'm having a hard time explaining it, but it's beautiful. Like, it's yeah. a beautiful story to me just because of every single part of it there there wasn't any filler really in this at all um the 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 stuff with like the the warriors three and loki and stuff was icing on the cake that was part of it it made it so good and the fact that like i mean i've always loved beta ray bill just as a character design i've always thought he looked awesome yeah and uh but this is my first time i i did read that for the very first issue one time uh, a long time ago um this is my first time really reading about the, you know, his. Oh, that's awesome! So, so it was both of your really first time reading the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, fantastic! That's yeah. great. Yeah, and I, like, um, it's just, just like just the fact. I mean, to me, what makes this art is that he's telling, he's telling a story which anybody could do. Um, not not to say that anybody's going to tell this good of a story, but I'm just saying, like, if if. They say you need to get from point A to point B. People could come up with that a way to do that, but the way he does it is so unique and so like uh, original. Yeah, that it makes me appreciate it so much. Like the fact that like we've talked about this already a little bit, but like he named him Beta Ray Bill, <laughs> and he named the ship Scuttlebutt. Like the fact that Stormbreaker wasn't named Whistling Dixie is like <laughs> such a surprise to me, because <laughs> because of the, uh, how ridiculous all these other names are. Like I just think that like the fact that the, he put those in and made it work. Like it's just a contrast. Mm -hmm. Something to do with the contrast. Is, makes me really really enjoy this like way more than i expected to it's uh, so good man yeah well, and you bring up the name stormbreaker and i think about like how beta ray bill kind of broke thor right so his his like his hammer is like in reminiscence of him breaking the storm yeah um and i you, 
I may have to Google this after we we talk, but um, I believe that Stormbreaker. No, I, I apologize. I'm going to take that back. I was going to say that I think he stole that from the Elric series of novels by Michael Moorcock. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's his name. Come on, guys. That Couldn't sounds like a wild Walt Simonson name. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Elric's sword, I think, is named Stormbringer. Oh, now, okay. that, now that I think about it. I was yeah. just going to say, that's maybe where he got it from. But, um, yeah, Stormbreaker is even better than Stormbringer. It is. Yes, That's awesome. Um, I think you have a, a very, very valid point, Kelly. Because he did. He, he broke that thunder and lightning. I've always been a big fan of uh, Walt Samson's art. And, and I've had this trade forever. And I mostly just admired the pictures. I actually like the design of Thor. I like he has these huge ass knee pads. They're like yeah. so big, like yeah. the size of like his thigh, basically. But they like <laughs> just looks so cool. And it's interesting because looking at his art, you can see a lot of um, his influence on like the image creators, like Eric um, Larson, in yeah, particular. yeah, there definitely is a huge Eric Larson. I can actually see Rob Liefeld taking stuff from here, actually, like. When he gets into some the way he did, does some of his cross hatching, uh, Rob Liefeld took that and ran with it. But um, yeah, I could see some of that, I guess. Uh, but it's yeah, like these guys, like this guy, like Michael Golden, Arthur Adams. These were the guys that the Image guys were reading, right? So like, it, it's interesting to see what they took from you know from them and what they mm-hmm. weren't uh, equipped to handle. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I the, the artist just it's beautiful his the way he makes panels like the way his layouts are dude the guy is like a, I don't know why more people aren't like shouting his name dude honestly he's he's awesome he's the fact that he can do both so well is what is blowing my mind right like, I can't think of a lot I mean Frank Miller is one who can who used to be able to write and draw really well um, but there wasn't a lot of others dude so yeah, like so double weary. double threats. You're talking, yeah. yeah. Like he's he's one of the tops for sure. I think yeah. as far as double threats go. So, yep. So uh, I say go go get it. Go out there and get it. Don't get Callie's version. The <laughs> yeah, find the ballad of Beta Ray. These Bill. extras are pretty awesome, but yeah, go for the ba- ballad of Beta Ray Bill for sure. <laughs> oh wait, and uh, Ryan, yes, sir. you you can judge a comic book by its cover. All right, you guys, that wraps up another one. We'd like to thank our special guest, Ryan, uh, for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep, we'll have you anytime. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we have an Instagram where we do um, some lame posts, uh, but we'll try to do better. That sounded sad. It did sound sad. No, we do good posts there. Follow us there. Yeah, we do good posts. Um, Especially Kelly, dude. This guy's like the meme generator 2000. So... (laughs) Um, in your 2019 right now. Yeah. So um, we, <laughs> our our handle on Instagram is uh, Cold Storage Podcast, and uh, check us out there. Um, otherwise, um, if you want to email us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, it's the Cold Storage Podcast at gmail dot com. That's the Cold Storage Podcast at gmail dot com. That's the Cold Storage Podcast at gmail dot com. So get in touch, and uh, what was our going out thing that we had one time? We had a really going out, we had a really cool, like, end line one time. What was it? Um, 
You don't remember? I don't remember. I'll, I'll think of it. Maybe this will be our going out line where I just wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> okay. See you guys later.